Yvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. What we love doing is inspiring and providing the tools needed for our listeners all over the globe to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is, is struggle real? What do you think about that, Diana? Um, I think everybody's struggle is different, but yes, I can, I will say struggle is real. Um, I think struggle comes from so many different places. First of all, from, you know, your condition as a child, you listen to your, your parents, your grandparents, you know, you hear all of these stories of how they struggle, um, with, well, I've heard the stories, you know, I don't know if your stories in your family where they had to walk 20 miles in the snow <laughs> with, you know, uh, holes in their shoes, their brother's shoes. This, I'm like, no, that's not true, but it could have been a struggle, but times are different. But I will say that, um, I think people do struggle and I think some struggles are real. I think the most important thing is the part about not getting stuck in that struggle and that and realizing that it doesn't have to be that way mm -hmm. that there's always another way of actually getting out of that struggle you may not know how to do it but there's so many different resources and opportunities to help us now that wasn't like that in our parents day mm -hmm. what about you hmm. see this is a question i've been pondering a lot is struggle real um because as you say it's something that's been handed to us mm -hmm. like we believe we are supposed to struggle and um, every day we hear this on the news we hear it in our churches we mm -hmm. hear it on commercials we hear it. it's like if you talk to anybody you can be sure probably 90 percent of people are going to tell you about their struggle it's like we believe in struggle we believe we're supposed to struggle we believe that life is supposed to be hard um but those are all belief systems. It's like a construct. And so I question, could we just simply believe something different? Mm -hmm. um, I know I struggled in my life forever. Like I struggled probably from the day I was born until about 10 years ago. I was just in a place of constant struggle. Um, barely did I have a break from struggle. And in the past 10 years, I haven't struggled. And I keep thinking, there's something wrong with me? Mm -hmm. That I'm not struggling? And I'm looking around and everyone else is saying they are struggling? And um, I think I had a just a flip in my script, a flip in my belief system. Um, and I'm not perceiving things as struggle anymore. And I think if we think that things are supposed to be hard, then things are going to be hard. And I think if we think that we're supposed to struggle. I mean, we actually were struggled as a badge. Like the harder we struggle to get to our reward, the better the reward is and the better that makes us. Oh yeah, because <laughs> if you haven't struggled, then you haven't been through anything. Right. You know, you don't know anything because you haven't struggled. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Being said, oh, you know, you ain't, you ain't been through now. You ain't lived long enough. Right. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and I, I get it, you mm -hmm. know, and you know, I get the, I, the concept that um, you know, if you struggle, if you worked hard for something, then you deserve what's on the other side. You deserve the reward. And, and I think that's really 
to me, that's the only benefit of struggle is that it makes you feel like you deserve what's on the other side. Um, but what if we believe that we deserved it anyway? What if we all deserve it anyway? Well, I think we all deserve that. Yeah, and like what you said, it's a thought process. But there are some people out there, you know, that will probably, I don't want to use the word argue, but for the lack of a better word, would argue the point, well, you know, I'm a single mother with four kids and working three jobs. I struggle every single day. You know, yeah, I want something different. If I think different, but my situation isn't changing. So tell me how that can change. How can I think something different when this is this is my situation? This is live and real for me. Right. And I think that's what we've been talking about for the past however many podcasts we've been is talking is how can you rise above mm-hmm. your current situation, your current reality, your current the things that you're currently looking at. If you keep looking at what's happening right now, here today, you're going to be stuck right there. Mm-hmm. And when you start putting your mind on the things that you want and stop looking at the things that you don't want, you start shifting into what you want. Um, your world starts to transform itself. And, you know, it. I have not been a single parent. Mm-hmm. And so I, I came from a single parent household. And in a single parent household, I understand clearly what you're saying. For example, what if you are a mother with three kids and working two and three jobs and, and this is struggle. But if you think about it, so many mothers have done that. There's so many people who are the children of (laughs) single (laughs) parent moms. So why do we keep conceptualizing it as struggle? Maybe this is joy. Like maybe if we start thinking of it differently, it would be something different. And I think a lot of times, and since you brought the topic of mothers and <laughs> single mothers, I'll just stay with that. Um, but of course, it can be applied to anything. anything. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of times with uh, that situation, a big part of the problem would be, a big part of the struggle, I should say, would be finances. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, like how to watch these kids and work two and three jobs at the same time. But then again, that goes right back to finances. And I think that we have the way we conceptualize finances or money. um, Money is a a hot topic. Mm -hmm. It's a big topic. And the reason why is because money is a form of energy. And another word for money is currency, Mm -hmm. energy. We have not learned how to utilize that energy in such a way that it flows to us easily. So a big part of the struggle is learning how to utilize the energy and have it flow to us in such a way that is, is, is abundant rather than scarce living in a scarcity mentality. Um, we have been taught that is not enough. It's not enough for everybody. And a lot of us who, who don't have money or who grew up without money, we believe that we're supposed to accept less. That's our belief system that we're going to have less. But what if we changed our belief system? What if we believe I deserve it? Each and every one of us deserves it and we deserve it now. And if you really believe that, 
and you start utilizing your energy in different ways and you start putting that out into the universe, this is what I deserve. Not because I worked hard for it, but because I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. It changes. It changes you. And when you change, when your thought system changes, the universe bends to your will. So it's this bending of the will, learning how to utilize the energies in the universe is what creates your your future. So we're, we're creating our future in every moment, actually. So what we want to do is start directing our energy in the way that we want our future to look versus being stuck into what we see when we look around ourselves. What That belief system is what holds us there. And I always think about, you know, Nelson Mandela and Harriet Tubman and, mm-hmm. you know, the Martins and the Malcolms and all of them. Um, and the thing is, even though they're our greatest leaders, they were in the midst of the most horrid situations. If they look around them, the stuff was just ugly. Mm-hmm. It was just ugly. Yeah. What allowed them to transcend that? What allowed them to march in the direction that they wanted to go? They had to have a vision that was bigger than their current reality. They had to see something bigger than being an enslaved woman who has fainting spells. That was her reality. But she (laughs) did what most of us would think was the impossible. She made her way to freedom. And then she came back 19 times and saved 300 people, moved 300 people to freedom. And has left an impression on the world. This this little woman. Enslaved. So. When I say. Is struggle real. I'm questioning the concept. That maybe it's just a belief system. And maybe we can. Step outside of that. Maybe we can believe something different. Maybe we can see a future that's brighter and better. And march in the direction of that. Versus continuously looking at what's around us and using what is around us to determine what is possible for us. And I agree. Just um, with all of that, you know, looking at your current situation, you and I keep going back to, you know, we're in this box, you know, and we can't get out because if you're looking at all of that, what we would call uh, a struggle, you can't see a way out because you, you have tunnel vision. This is all I mm-hmm. see. So that light just doesn't exist. So I got to keep doing what I'm doing. It's like, you know, I'm also on a little wheel. You know, you just keep spinning and you keep spinning until you do something different. You know, and just a little piece of doing something different can open up doors. Right. And <laughs> that reminds me of a story that I just read uh, maybe like a few weeks ago um, in the book um, You Squared by... Price Pritchard. Um, and it's a little teeny, teeny little book that you can read in like 10 or 15 minutes. But at any rate, um, he opens the book talking about a fly. And this fly, he was watching a fly. And the fly was like in the window, window pane trying to get out. And so he's like flapping his little wings and he hit right into the window. Boom. And then he kind of fall down and then he get back up and he flap his little wings even harder and he hit right into the window pane. Boom. And he just kept doing this and he kept doing this and he kept doing this. And eventually, of course, he tires himself out and eventually the flies is dead in the windowsill. Um, but the thing is, 
just a couple of feet over was an open door where the fly could have flown out of the door. And so I love that story because it, it has so, it says so many different things to me. Um, but I think that's what we do in life. We're so dead set that this is the way. And this is the only way. I must go this way. I must go through the window pane. And so you keep butting your head up against the same thing. Where if you had just looked to your left, <laughs> who knows what was over there? Or if you had looked at things differently, if you had conceptualized the world in a different way, who knows what's open to you? The possibilities just almost right at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like shift just a little mm -hmm. bit. You know, and maybe cloudy, but the sun is there. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to want to see yeah. it. You know, so and, and I think it's a little bit beyond wanting, but believing that there is something different. There is a different way. Um, being able to accept that as a possibility. Like if we keep living in this in this box, as you say, not looking outside, not daring to push the lid off the box to peek and see what's you know what's outside of the box you know then we will be keep we'll just keep butting our head and yeah we might make a little progress but you know basically if you're pretty much doing the same thing you're going to pretty much get the same results it's not going to be anything big and you know vastly different from what you're doing today if you're doing the same thing mm -hmm. every day and um i think it's just important to recognize that the struggles that our parents had are not the struggles that we have. They came up in a whole different, different era. era, whole different era. Um, the way they conceptualized the world, that's what worked for them at that time. But as humans, we are evolving. Um, everything, everything is evolving. And so we don't have to keep applying the same thought system that they applied. Now their thought system was handed to us. Like we, we, we wear it, like we got it honestly, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm just suggesting that there's another way. Um, there are easier ways to do everything. So with anything, you can do it the hard way, but there are easier ways. And if we start conceptualizing and, and just opening our little corner of our mind to the possibility that what, well, maybe I don't have to struggle. Maybe struggle isn't real. Maybe it's just a belief system. If you just open a corner of your mind to that, you might be surprised. And just believe something different. Mm -hmm. And that energy, once you start that, that energy just transcends to, you know, out in the universe and everyone and everything around you starts to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So if you just keep looking in a direction that you want to go. Because if you're trying to go forward, but you're looking Back. backwards, yeah. it's gonna be hard. That's gonna slow you down. So look where you wanna go and believe that you can get there. Believe that it really is all up to you. It is because the creator of the universe is listening to your very vibration. Everything will change as you change. As you change, everything changes with you. And also believing that you deserve it. You deserve it. Yeah. We all do. Mm -hmm. We all are the light. We already are the light. We're just covered with veils. And as each day, if we can pull those veils, veils off, off, veils off, veils off, and just shine, 
but in, like you said, just being a light, we were born, you know, having that light, born having, you know, the power that we have mm-hmm. as human beings. And I think that's just so different for people to even think about. But if you really sit back and think about, I'm a powerful human being and I can create anything that I want in this universe because all of this was made for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how exciting is that? Right. You know, we always talk about going out in nature and, you know, and seeing everything and the birds singing and, the, you know, the squirrels chasing each other and the sun shining, the flowers. This was all for us. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a, a wonderful thing and it, it is a totally different way of actually thinking but it's a it's a beautiful place to be in yeah i agree and i know you spoke about the wizard of oz before (laughs) but it just brings it right back up to me because when you think about all the trials and tribulations that dorothy went through um trying to get home i mean i think she fell asleep in the poppy field (laughs) she did (laughs) and i mean those monkeys to this day they scare me Especially in the Wiz. Oh, my God. Those monkeys. Oh, yeah. The Wiz, they were a little different. <laughs> they were on motorcycles. Oh, yeah. They were. <laughs> and what was Michael? What was Michael in the Wiz, too? Oh, yeah. He was a scarecrow. Yeah. yeah but bringing up the scarecrow and the the, the lion and the tin man, mm-hmm. they basically the story say, look, if you have some heart, you know, have a little bit of brains, a little bit of courage, and take a couple of steps. Mm-hmm. All this drama, that's just a dream. Just click your heels. Yeah. <laughs> and then think about it, even for the scarecrow, the lion, and the tin man, the things that they were searching for, they already mm, had. They already had. It was always within <laughs> them, so surely we have it. <laughs> Yeah. So I would invite everyone just to take some time, just to give it just some thought. Like, is it possible? Is it possible that we could live a life without struggle? Is it possible that struggle is just a belief system? Is it possible to reconceptualize a life where struggle doesn't take the forefront? Is it possible? Until next time, this is our vet. This is Diana.